I'm just gonna no. I'm just letting it record. Whenever you're ready, we'll we'll do it. Okay. I just like to know because so that we don't we, touch anything. Because here's my problem. As soon as I hit record, I get a little. Okay. Type. Okay. Okay. You, and you so I just want. I so I just want to like already get used to it recording, and then when we're just like ready, it's I'm go, pretty. <gasps> you know what's funny? It's weird. I'm pretty. I'm pretty used to. Uh, you feel like you got used to it already? A little bit. Yeah. 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 Like how comfortable on a scale of one to a hundred? One to a hundred? Yeah. Seventy. Seventy percent comfortable. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's 70%. fair. Seventy like sixty five. Like, there's like there, there's like a for... nervousness, but it's more the voice. The voice is what I got it projecting. I have to be clear. Okay. I like so, that voice. Like, you you sounded kind of like a one of those old cartoon characters, like the the mailman. Not the mailman, like the like a man, <laughs> man like a very manly. The, like, like the wood, like uh, the uh, the woodsman. Falling in love. love. With you. I love when they do opera stuff. I don't know who it was. It was like Bugs Bunny. J.G. Wetworth. <laughs> there was a a bit in, in what was it? Like Looney the Looney Tunes? Tunes where it was like, the guy was like, the guy was yelling. And then it was Bugs Bunny. Oh. And he was just like, and, and then like he, everything just started unraveling. He started going blue and everything. Yeah. Yes. Welcome to the Milksteak Podcast. I am your host, Ara Milksteak. And I am your second host, Johnny Milksteak. How does it feel being a milksteak, Johnny? How does it feel being a milksteak? Yeah. It's actually, you know what? I really do love the name milksteak. Yeah. Uh, it, it's uh, it's different, you know? What does it mean <laughs> to be a milksteak? Do you remember? We were in the car the other day and we were talking about what does it mean to be a milksteak? I'm trying to like brand us in a sense. Yeah. You know, I have, I have, uh, being I have a milksteak high means shoes being to 30% scared of being in front of the camera and 70% okay yeah uh, I feel like being a milksteak we have to have high you know high uh, shoes to fill because uh, high shoes yeah, big you know shoes to fill we just have a shoes to fill giraffe boots to fill. yeah we, we have giraffe boots you said high boots like high what boots. else do you think no, of I, you yeah. high boots <laughs> big, 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 uh, shoes, big to fill. shoes to fill you know the expression I'm not good um, but like uh yeah, I feel like there's that you know because we are the milk steaks, I want it to be the best we can, even though that we're not the best. Yeah, and it, per se, it's a, we're you know, a work in progress very, at the moment. It's uh very opinionated, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think we are the best. But that's still, you know, big shoes to fill. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm always really excited to what I think the podcast will be more than what it is when we're when we're doing it because a lot of times. I catch myself doing things that are, oh, like, that's kind of annoying here and there. And I'm trying to get used to, like, not thinking that way so that I don't psych myself out for the next one. Because pretty much, like, yesterday, I completely psyched myself out. We couldn't even record because I have this, this, like, at least my philosophy is go into it with a good attitude. I don't mind if, like, maybe we're talking and maybe something kind of, like, weird happens in the conversation. That's still more like an authentic way of capturing it i don't want to go into it being like i don't like this how this day is going and then like i make it negative for people to listen to so yesterday i made like a big deal like no i don't want to record because i'm like (laughs) i don't want to make people feel negative you know yeah but i don't mind but at the same time i don't mind capturing the negative does that make sense yeah we don't want you guys to feel like you know we want this to be very authentic, yeah. but we don't want like and bad we're, feelings and we're also, coming in. And we're also figuring out what that even means for us. And I think that this is like a weird, like for us to figure it out. I feel like we're figuring it out with the internet because 
what it means to be authentic on the internet, I feel like, is very different, especially because you know how we joked about cancel culture in the beginning of like our episodes. Yeah. Now, one, the joke is we're not even big enough to ever even get canceled. No, we're not. But, but the people fe- will try to cancel. But, but there is like that. There is that like fear of. Uh, I feel like I see people who are on YouTube for a long time. So this year. Obviously, this is we're taping this in 2020. It came out in 2021, but we know that like 2020 was a really intense year. And one of the things that I found to be one of the most saddest, I know out of everything that happened, it's gonna sound weird, but one of the saddest things to me that ever happened this year was when Jenna Marvels left YouTube, and it was because of this kind of like cancel culture coming back at her for things that she said like 10 years ago. And yeah, she did <laughs> say something kind of messed up for 10 years ago, but. Like, she felt so bad she didn't want to hurt anybody, so she leaves YouTube. And in my head, I was like, this is insane. Like, the way that we're capturing her growth as she grows on, like, it's not like everyone should be able to... I think we were talking about this earlier. There should be room to make mistakes in life and yeah. grow from it. And, and and because the internet right now is doing that thing right now where it feels like you can't make any mistakes, you can't say anything bad, it kind of, like, puts you... Like, you feel like you're walking on eggshells when you're talking. And that's, like, the opposite of what I want. Like, even if we did say something that we don't like when we're older, I want us to be able to, like, be proud of the fact that we grew by the, that time. But then what happens is that we're older, but then let's say someone we like who subscribes to us then looks at a video back then to them they're experiencing it then right it's affecting them now but like, that wasn't us and yeah, it's weird to detach yourself uh, uh, from a version of you that was years yeah, older a than. lot of times like we're everyone is constantly growing you know as you know as we get older and the things that we thought before may change like will change definitely it may not like be a huge change but where our views will change our everything will uh, change as we grow yeah. and you know the more we learn the more we'll start you know getting you know different views mm-hmm. and but i think everyone like always tries to go to like you know the into your past and they always lo- and it's fun and i always think it's hilarious that, like you just have to have the same morals that you started well, with well, almost the it's thing almost is feels like you have to kind of like stay the same yeah and that's the, the opposite of a person yeah no one no first off if you're you're the same for years, that's actually that's in my opinion. You 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 are basically holding yourself back because you don't want to change. Like cancer culture is great because it, cancer culture is okay because you're you know you get the people that are you know bad out, but you you make it so that everyone is bad. Like your your net is too large because yeah. you're just catching everyone. I'd also would just hate to stay the same. Because I'm in my 20s right now. I'm pretty sure by the time I'm in my 30s, I don't want to be the same way that I was in my 20s. Yeah. And and so on and so forth. You, you always want to like embrace the changes that come along with growing as a person. But it's hard when you're capturing it in video because you, you it feels like you're experiencing it now, which I, I totally understand. But there's this weird thing that the audience almost has to take responsibility for. I feel like we haven't done that yet because the internet's somewhat new to us. Yeah. That... It's like watching, like acknowledging, oh, this is the past. This might not be the same person that I'm watching that the newest video came out now. Yeah. Also, like, like people, um, like, there's a lot of times where if you ever see, like, cancel culture and, like, the evidence of, like, people, like, how they should not be supported by people. Yeah. It's always videos that, like, from 10 years ago or, like, five years ago. Yeah. And it's always such, like, it's always, like, baffling because it's, like, that person went out their way or the people, the group of people went out their way Mm. to look into your past Mm. and be, like, this is not good. 
this is not great. Like, who, like, why are you going into also, someone's life so also, far? But it's a little bit also like a no duh. Like, I feel like if any of these people who, I know some people repeatedly make the same mistakes, and I'm not talking about these cases. I think I'm talking more like any creator that goes back into the old videos, they almost cringe at it because they've gotten so much better throughout the years. Yeah. I think they would look back and hear some of this shit that they say and go, well, yeah, no, that, that was actually a really bad thing to say. Yeah. But at the time, they didn't really know better. And yeah, that I, is like the most human thing ever. And so in a sense, when we were thinking about, I was like, oh, what does it mean to be a milksteak? In my head, I was like, I hope that being a milksteak or like at least watching us has that feeling of always approving wait what were, we made we made a word up what was it it had something to do with authenticity i remember authentic. that but i don't but be I authentic like being authentic and also but like also be, no also being open to change that was one that was one thing because i feel like a lot of times like i mentioned before we kind of we and i understand this because you can get really popular for doing one specific thing right but let's say you cover that subject as much as possible. YouTubers want to move on to other things or streamers want to move on to other things. And then the audience is like, was so comfortable with how it was that the change makes it, that, makes it uncomfortable. They could lose viewership yeah. and all that. So it almost encourages people to stay the same because in a sense, that's where the money is, right? Yeah. But I wanted like, I was hoping that in this case, I was like, I really hope that we can make a channel, like this little hub of like, no matter what we do, it embraces the fact that it can change and it's yeah. still us at the end of the day. And yeah, it's something there's... about like going into things with like really good intentions. Yeah. Like, we're always going to try to go things the best way possible. And if we make a mistake along the way, we're always going to try to fix it. And, I, it, and we were having this conversation before where like, uh, oh, damn it, what, what was the conversation we had? Uh, we were about? talking about, it was cancel culture. Fuck no. You forgot. Yeah, uh, <sighs> okay. I, lo I lost my rhythm, guys. Right, <laughs> you change the subject because right now I'm really happy. Like I'm really happy that I've had like one of the best weeks I've had in my entire life right now because for me it's uh, like what week are we in December? We're in the second week of December, so yes. for me basically school's over like for a little amount of time. It, it's such a great feeling mm -hmm. after that. I remember in high school that you used break. to just like dump like as, when school's out yeah. like you used to just like throw everything out. You just be like, I don't need this notebook. I don't need this. I'm not gonna lie. I'd actually rip out just the notes to save some of the papers of the notebook because a lot of times where like I, I got I good reused. drawings in there. <laughs> yeah. and, or like there's like some like there's probably like one class that you'll enjoy from a teacher that you're like, you know, I like this. You had that. I don't think I, I it was, ever it really was in high, the notebook it, it for that was, reason. It was in high school. I and took I remember. shitty notes. I took I took, I drew them really well in my notebook. Sometimes I kept them because I was like, oh, like I made a comic on this page. <laughs> I need to keep it for that reason, and then never look back at it. Yeah, I remember. In, I remember and then you just hoard notebooks because I remember in high school there was one prof or one teacher. Uh, she was a history teacher, and she I'm not, I will not like. She taught me life lessons more than any other. That's a good like, professor. In, then, it, well, yeah, it's, it's a high school too. Remember, it, that's like, even better. It's a better right yeah. for because like not many teachers much. like teachers will teach you their subject and like yeah they're they'll teach you to try to guide you on just that class but they won't teach you like how to get out of the world and get like you know life lessons mm. and she was in the military for ten years like she she was Spaniard right. Mm -hmm. She moved, and in order for her to, like, get her, like, uh, she got her uh, card over here. She, she became a resident. Uh, I think she married uh, someone here, yeah. and then she got in the military, stayed in the military for 10 years so that she could go to so she could go to uh, college and that, the uh, what was it, the military could pay for that school. 
And she said that she learned so much and she wanted us to learn. And I remember the biggest thing I had trouble with in high school was uh, learning how to like actually study. And like people always say like, just take like, you know, take like, um, you know, just, just read the material, review it. That's Mm -hmm. not, that's not studying. She told she the way she said it, she was like, studying is, you have to understand that not everyone could just like go like and read all of this and, and like, um, read all of the stuff that you're trying to review for and not have breaks in it. You know, you, you have to learn that the things that you're learning now, you have to have like a little break in between to yeah. kind of let your memory not like fry itself like having too much information at once you you like dud out like i, I remember yeah. one middle school teacher just made you like write just write and like i love that teacher but he just made you like write and write like, you had cramps in your arms you should be like jesus and just it's just write. notes for the class just notes and i don't you don't even like you didn't learn much and granted like you, you have like you learn a little bit because you're you know writing it down yeah. and like you were you would review it you'd look at your notes but to study it you have to like set you know a time you have to be kind of uh more uh what was it like kind of lenient on yourself that yeah. like you know it's okay that you didn't understand it come back to it in like 10 minutes yeah. take a break come back and then uh you know review it again and Honestly, it was the best advice because that was the first time I'm like, oh my God, in high school, when I'm about to graduate, I learned how to study. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Like it that- took you until the end of high school. <laughs> exactly. And yeah. it, it, it's- That's it- interesting. It's funny because a lot of my professors at the end of the semester were like, I really wish I had you guys for a full year because they felt like they only can kind of graze the subject. They didn't feel like they had enough time to really teach it to you, which really makes you- I've always kind of questioned the the way that institutions go about teaching things because it really does never feel like you truly learn in depth about the subject. It does feel like I only felt that I've learned a lot about subjects in terms of maybe just math. That's really about it. Because every other subject, it just gets like a limited amount of time. I find it interesting that more elementary schools, you will have the same subject for an entire year, but then I go to college arguably way more expensive learning and and we only have one semester to kind of cover these topics you only have like three months for it and i don't know if that's really enough time to really feel like you've learned about it i know some of them are intro classes so it is supposed to be a bit of a graze but i had a color and light class that's not like an intro that's just a a, like a, a you can talk forever about the theory of what colors and lights you you chose and i feel like granted someone like me who already maybe had an interest in it got maybe yeah. more out of it than someone who never really thought about it before and maybe the most they got out of it was maybe thinking about it but there was just so much more levels to it that you could have learned and yeah. there's not like oh there are classes on color light that was it did, so, you, did you ever have a class that's it did that's you, what you get <laughs> did you ever have a class that like when like the professor like the professor would talk to you but like it would never like hook into your like you it would never stay in your head you never right? retain the information you never retain the information but like something weird that he does does like it oh does my stay God. but that's like every person not just in class but do you remember in like the one of the the vice presidential debate i think the only thing anyone got out of that debate was that mike there's a fly that went on mike pence's head what was that that was like that, <laughs> but that shows you the what what gets people's attention is just like there's that's not fly. supposed to happen there's a fly i in have this face. one professor i don't remember anything about him except the fact that he would stand on a table and start talking in order to teach everything he would just like da-da-da-da. i like no, the... no notes no nothing i just remember that he stood on a table I... and started walking 
Yeah, the, I actually that's, I prefer I prefer the professor that walks and talks and kind of demonstrate at least a little bit instead of like pointing the clicker moving like page. Oh yeah, that's definitely <laughs> more boring. But I think it's funny because a lot of professors are very they have a wealth of knowledge, but maybe don't always know how to translate that into having a conversation they, with the students. They have too many in a classes way that too. It engages them. Yeah, they they have too many classes. You know, they they have to basically uh, reteach the same material. Um, you know, for everyone to grasp it, mm-hmm. and then they have multiple classes. And so I feel like it's just like at, yeah, at some point, I feel like the teacher just like also gets bored. The profession itself kind of messes up the actual learning aspect of it. All it's for the it's too much to juggle. My, I, honestly my, think, I think the money kind of ruins it. I know everyone needs to get paid at the think, end of the day. I also think teachers need, like, every teacher needs an assistant, at least. I mean, they do get, like, all my professors some, have assistants. Some of them do. All that, of like, them, except for maybe, like, one of them had an assistant. Which oh, really? Yeah. I'm actually shocked. None of my professors had an assistant. Well, because, other than that one well, class, but it was, like, two this, in well, one. I have a couple classes where there's hundreds of students, and technically it's, like, a lecture class. So the professor doesn't want all the questions, so you send it to this other girl, and she usually knows the answers. That way, the teacher just does the teaching portion of it, and she's really, and she was actually really good. So clearly, an assistant does help. But also, I find that my favorite teachers are the ones that can demonstrate the thing they're asking you to do um, before they ask you to do it, because yeah. I think that's just the like observation is one of the best ways of learning. If you don't, if they show that, I think it's just weird when they give you assignments. And it, and it's like okay, let me try to interpret what the fuck you mean, even though I've never yeah. like it would definitely it would definitely help to have seen you do it. But then I told my professor this, and he goes, "My fear is that if I do the example, you guys are gonna just copy me exactly." Yeah. But that, I was like, that, that "Well, makes... I'm like, there's a level of it trust." I totally kinda. understand. I was like, "You need to." Like, there's something called creativity, which means you don't do the exact same thing this person does. But you have to remember that if they're not used to it at all, copying someone directly is actually not a bad thing. Because when I was learning to draw, which is, like, I'd argue is one of my stronger skill sets, um, when I first drew, I just copied artists that I knew because... I mean... Yeah. That, because that's I didn't know I didn't it, know anything else so I had to copy in order to learn how to do it myself yeah. and this is what I mean by the the time frame kind of hurts us because I think if the student does kind of copy the professor that's not actually the worst thing ever but then maybe we do the assignment again right yeah and then it's like okay now try it your own style yeah and also like that's a part of creativity you have to learn like a training wheel thing and then the real thing. yeah and like pe- people are, are are really like this like we in general as a species we learn by like seeing you know yeah. like when you're a baby you literally don't know shit but until times, you just like visually see a lot of times college feels like they're just handing you things and being like here just read and, this and, and know this but, and, do and this. that's why and i like, think what happened to the teaching part? And that's, that's why I that's why I honestly think like um so it feels like a scam. Yeah. Well, you pay a lot for it. it but does. like you you also like the professors a lot of times even teachers like they like it's like studying. They can't just all give you that all information and expect you to retain it all. Mm-hmm. You know, cuz it's like some of these classes are probably like hour 45 maybe out like hour 45 maybe close to an hour. Yeah. Right? And it's great that, like, you know, uh, you, you know, you're learning all this stuff, but it's just so much information because, again, 
there's a limited amount of time that they have depending how many classes you have mm-hmm. in that semester yeah it's it's you know they have to teach you all that information mm-hmm. and they're required to teach you all that yeah and so like it's annoying because like even when like there's times where like and it's not it's like not even their fault or, or, or the blame, students fault that like well no like when they um yeah. like if someone if they get sick or like there's a problem or even the students there's times where like they come to the, like the next class and they're completely lost yeah or even the professor has to like if the professor like cancels a class they need to like push like the schedule you know a little closer you know more to like get them more information so they have to run through like classes or like they'll probably like take out a piece of of a class that they were gonna teach, and then they're like, no, we just got you don't really need to learn this, so we'll just but toss this out. But that's that's almost the issue with the the structure is good. I'm not gonna say it's not. We obviously do need like a time frame, but it's so specific. Like it ends yeah. specifically here. There's something. So I guess my point is, there's really something really beautiful about learning in itself and when you have someone that takes the time to really teach you something and it is like the best gift in the entire world someone who takes the time for you to learn the information and what i it's what makes me really frustrated with school is that that love does not exist because it's this like very conveyor belt process also the the building itself i mean yeah that's a depressing aspect of it but you can learn anything i mean obviously the environment helps but I could be on YouTube and someone can teach me something in my home, right? Yeah. And so, but it to me, it's like, at what level does the person go out of their way to help you learn the information? Yeah. And some professors really will help you. They're like, hey, come during my office. And I do appreciate that. That's true. But like, if let's say you really were struggling and even throughout the semester, you know, it takes you a while to get like the lessons or whatever. It would be so nice if even if you wanted to, to be able to extend that time to still, if you really, like, this is talking about, I want to learn this. Like, I want to learn a language. Please tell me, like, in every way, like, like. What are the good, like, what are, like, things to avoid? What are things to, like, Learning just never stops is really what it is. It doesn't. And it it, it feels like, it feels like such an artificial way of going about learning the way that institutions do it. And then at the same time, like you said, I think everyone agrees that there are so many subjects that don't get covered in school that we feel like we were missing out of in life. So what the fuck are we doing for 18 years learning about? I mean, I'm not saying not math. Uh, I'm not saying that math isn't important or social studies not important, but like, why don't we learn certain social skills? Like, why aren't we learning things that can help us like not yeah, get screwed and, over when we're adults and, oh. like why does it take like it takes having that one person that goes okay yes this is important and then they have to realize but let's also talk a little bit about life yeah also like a lot of people now it's so like, out of like pocket when you think about it like that because no one ever thought to just schedule like time to talk to your professor like your professor is just your professor but never no one ever thinks about the relationship beyond that like And it's just like, this is the student, this is the professor, but there's no, like, bond after that. There's not a way to create something that... Yeah, the teacher they, can care like you and the teacher can care more about but, each other, and, and that that. But this is also the thing is that that like, would make it people, better. You get to learn so much about life experience through understanding them as a person, not just as someone that's supposed to teach me a specific subject. But like it, that, that's the thing is that like the the amount of time they have and the amount of students they have yeah. to teach. It's like it's you. But that's what that, feels artificial it, about it. And that's the thing. That's why I always say that. That's why I think they should have assistants. Every teacher and professor should have an assistant because not you don't expect one person to try to like really let like a hundred and, and something. Grade 
and set up the assignments and make sure the and, and make sure everyone is like oh, learned that everything. So much. It's just too much in your head. And like, like you know what? It actually is like the ideal school, Hogwarts. <laughs> oh my god, that's why it always seemed the best. But also, some of the subjects they taught were a little felt a little hoity-toity. Like the fact that which you ones? Could, no, I no, love, no, 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 I've learned no, all. No, no, they're <laughs> all good subjects. It's just that it seems interesting to me that they can jump from let's not teach a math class but teach potions. You would think that potions required fractions like one and one fourth cup of you know dragon's well, well, blood but, whatever but like, it is the thing is, is that i you don't still think... need to know a little bit of math in order to get there they're usually young yeah, students but I, I don't the think time like that math... they get into well i'm saying the time they get into hogwarts they're 10 years old they have to have learned some basic elements that we've learned but they never covered that well, part but it's because it's boring and i get it for the film and the book but no one wants to talk about i, that I, aspect I, I of always it. think that like the unrealistic aspect of hogwarts i always think the the potions like like you don't have to teach an actual you know pure math class per se mm-hmm. you could teach like you could have potions and then learn fractions within it oh, okay, because they're because okay, yeah, they're yeah, like yeah, yeah. okay you're gonna need a third this this size is a third you know and then like yeah it's like, that's you're gonna actually mix that. better yeah because then it, life it, skills mixed in with the other things yeah. like math and other yeah like, no that makes sense i like that i, I, you know I would prefer the, that you know it's, hilarious? Like, it's like how you can sometimes some kids learn uh, math really easy when you're talking about money Oh yeah, yeah, that helped a lot of kids. <laughs> Especially now, oh my god! If you, if you, there's a lot of people that. Ne- I remember there was a song by J Cole that said that. I think it was KOD, <laughs> and uh, he was just saying that he was like, uh, I, I was, fuck, uh, he, he was just talking about him never being good at school. And he's like, but ever since he got money, all of a sudden I'm good at math. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, and then I just started, and then it, it's such a like. Like, it does happen. Like, some lessons are just learned through, like, just sometimes you it going just through life. Be, sometimes it just um, naturally comes to you. You learn things through relevancy. So sometimes a lot of kids will, even in college, but it's funny because I was, uh, so I work with kids. I don't know if I said that before, but I work with kids, and they, some, one of them asked me, she goes, are you, like, in actual college? Like, what is the college like? And I was trying to explain to her, I was like, no, college is not that, it's, like, optional school, but it still feels a lot like, regular school School, there's frustrating aspects of it just pay it (laughs) i was like there's frustrating there's good and bad but i was trying to say like just you know how you feel maybe you're learning things that doesn't apply to you right now she was just like yeah 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 yeah." and i'm like see i'm like it's still like the same i still feel this way it's to get a degree and then i explained to her why someone would go out of the way to learn things like because now we have the option why would we go there and i was like now we have youtube (laughs) oh my god so because of the coronavirus, a lot of school was online and a lot of teachers took to the online format very much like YouTube. Um, wait, let me finish my thought real quick. The, the yeah, two yeah, actually no, have to okay. do with each other. Okay. Um, I told her not everybody needs to go to college. And I think that yeah, this, is a that, very, that, this is a very... That is, every, everyone needs to learn this, that not everyone is fit for college and not everyone needs college. And I believe with our generation specifically like as we get older how we're gonna handle institutions because i think we all grow up thinking the same thing wait why did we learn this and not that so obviously when we get older it's going to be implemented differently i think this um so like right now because i'm an art major it's very arguable that i don't actually have to go to school i don't need a degree to be an artist or what i need to do because a lot of times you can show your work and that kind of can show and kind of explain it i think that this is gonna uh, continue to grow within other fields because you specifically are learning psychology and they recommend that you have degrees and i know why 
Um, because I wouldn't want someone inexperienced. You don't want no one poking your brain. <laughs> yeah, you don't want someone inexperienced working with things like maybe your body or your mind. Yeah. So, but I do believe that the degree might not. This is my theory that the degree is not going to be as meaningful in the, the future. Degree, I feel like degrees are going to be like the uh, way that sense. I, the way that I learn art a lot of times is I just look it up online and I can kind of copy it now because I have the means of going to an art supply store. I feel like the future is going to be. Um, for people like doctors and stuff, there's going to be like a store where you can buy like dummies and you can practice surgery. Like, I feel like you're going to be able to do this at home. And then all you have to do is just like, instead of going to school, instead of going to school, you might go to like, um, an apprenticeship program. Cause you, cause there's still a stigma about young doctors. Like you still need a certain amount of years of practice before anyone feels comfortable. Again, you probing them or some shit like that. Yeah, no, it makes so sense. I can totally see the the institution almost kind of like going away as we get older because a lot of my professors just started recording themselves doing the lessons and posting it and then when we were in class it was more like a free-form discussion i really love that because it was just like okay you could watch this video but then we're going to do things relevant my art history class was like that she she taught the lesson in a video mm. and the quiz was based off of the questions on the video which was great because i get to just put it on like like the speed that i can understand her talking yeah. at so it was very fast and then I just waited for her to, like, talk about the subject that we were doing the quiz on, and I did the questions on the quiz. But then when we were in class, she was like, okay, so in this, like, part of history, they saw art, like, this way. So I'm going to show you a piece of art like this and tell me what you get out of it, what you see out of it, and, like, what do you think this means reflecting on time? And it was relevant. I love that way of teaching way more. And she was utilizing the fact that she was able to just take a video of herself and you could watch it. But essentially that's what you can do now with the internet yeah. and a lot of times my professors just tell us to look at youtube videos anyway and by the way youtube is free so what the fuck am i paying so many, much money for in a college just to look at youtube videos and this is insane you know what's weird is that um one class one one class that really does like um that i feel like everyone enjoys is like is philosophy Dude, philosophy is a really fun class. And you want to know why? Because it's you a discussion. Question. Yeah, you it's talk. It's a discussion. I love philosophy. I'm taking one, actually. I had the hardest time picking between... If you hear Darth Vader, that's my mother texting me. <laughs> I'm so sorry if that sounds so off-putting. It's just heavy breathing. <laughs> it sounds so weird. I had to choose between... I had a hard time picking because it was. I could choose a logic class or I could choose... A, I think it was like philosophic... Uh, which one was it? Ethics. It was mm. between ethics and logic. And I had, I was looking up between the two which one I would want to take. I felt like I had a general understanding of ethics. Remember that day I just started talking to you about like different philosophers, um, like the, yeah. the, who brought up the ethical... Yeah. I felt like I had a general idea. I, I definitely could learn more about it, but because I didn't know... Like I wanted to challenge myself, I took logic instead of ethics. Just because I... If I go to ethics class, I feel like I'd argue a lot my point because I kind of oh, know. Oh, no, definitely. It's funny because no one's one specific ethic, but ever since I started learning about ethics, when I, I love the, I love the subject because sometimes I do things and I, and I question myself as to whether or not is it right or wrong. And I feel like a lot of our right and wrong is, is brought up by the fact that our, maybe what our parents or what society teaches is right and wrong, but we learn that. It's not the same for everybody else. It's never, and questioning it is really important. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I find myself going, oh, shit. I actually don't believe. Everyone's been telling me this whole time that this is right. But I actually believe that if you, under these contexts, 
Yeah, a big it's fine. Like you, this could be totally wrong, or 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 everyone's either blowing it out of proportion. Yeah, one big one big thing that like people always get uh, like confused about and like get like they like argue a lot about is common sense. Yeah, not everyone's oh, common sense. Oh, my mom will say that all the time. She's like, "That's Lord. common sense," and I was like, "Mom, that's common sense to you." Yeah, you learned something that. Like, like someone that like someone's common sense from like another part of the world is not their yeah. common sense that you we have here. It's it, there's there's two especially different entire things. Especially in this things. country, everyone's so mixed. Especially because we live in New Jersey. This is a very diverse, populated state. Oh, it's such a so everyone has a very different sense of what common sense is. Yeah. And you definitely and see like, it in like, their private. And I hate and I always hated when people like like they get that like that bitch face where you're like oh it's common sense it's like, like how no could the you fuck do it's that not. and it's like come on like, it's like a, everyone and yeah. also um how you know quoting the great hannah montana everyone makes mistakes <laughs> everyone, <laughs> everyone has, has those days, days. <laughs> no it's, it's so it's so true um i found out about myself that at least for me a lot of my ethical belief comes from the um outcome for me, I care more if there is more positive outcome than negative outcome. Because actually, most things don't have fully positive outcomes. Yeah. You can say a compliment to somebody, and maybe that makes them feel good now, and then they hate themselves later. Like it's, yeah. it's weird. So there's always a, a portion of bad and good that comes with things. My whole thing is if it has more good than bad, obviously you want to – like I'm always aiming for the most good. That's what I want. Yeah. But there's never going to be 100% good. So my whenever I, whenever I do make my actions and they're questionable – It's always the – my, in your you, heart. You, you know, for me, at least that's how I look at the situation, at least nowadays. Like yeah. I would say in the last year and a half, I would say that when I make, when I do my actions, it's based off of how much good I believe the outcome will give me versus bad. Yeah. And so I think a lot of times I, it makes me do things that are a bit more unorthodox, but that's, be, that's, that's where my philosophy, that's where my ethical, that's why I do what I do. Yeah. That's my ethics. And then it's funny because it's like, I think it's called utilitarianism, which is like, if there's more good than bad in the outcome, like you're just be, like it's like that trolley scenario. If you hit the switch, you run over one person versus five people. But then a lot of people don't. I was saying, oh, hell, I was doing this in my diary, where I know why people don't hit the switch because if you hit the switch, you're responsible for that person's death. Yeah. Whereas technically, you did nothing. The world would have continued on. Five people dead. It, it really doesn't have anything to do with you, but you would have killed that one person. But in my head, I would have been like, fuck that. Like, I would have killed that one person. But then I said, I'm not completely utilitarian because if you told me that it was five strangers and the one person was you, I would have killed the five strangers. Yeah. And I go, theirs goes, like, the, the the good in the world. Like, they could have been capable of good because I didn't know that and I know what you're capable of. The only thing I can judge. So then it tells you, like, ethics is not complete. Like, I'm not completely there's, there's, utilitarianism. Like, I'm definitely selfish to a, a fucking yeah. bad point. But I think that... But then realizing that in myself, I was like, there's probably a lot of people that would have done that decision too. So are we all good? You know no, what? we're kind of pieces of shits at the end of the day. And we have to just be honest with ourselves. One, and one, uh, like, I love, especially in shows and, like, or shows, movies, and video games, when there's a villain that you acts relate to? good. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. The villains that have a good point. Mm -hmm. That you're just yeah. like, oh, shit, that makes total sense. Like, why... Yeah, I'm I'm aside with you. Yeah. Like you know but, when, Oh, you know who did that when uh the Black Panther? I totally understood that yeah, guy's yeah, point yeah. of view. 
I was just like, this is actually kind of a good villain. That, that and if me, he won, I was like, I don't really hate that, it. That reminded me of like uh, in Dragon Age Origins, where like if you were mm. a dwarf, mm. like there's people that are out, like are up up in the earth, right, yeah. and not in, in their hometown. They're they're exiled. They no longer could come in because yeah. they're they're like tainted. tainted. Yeah, and that's that's so fucked up. The same thing with the Quinari. Yeah, like you if you talk if, if you, you get out of your clan, yeah. you're you're no longer a part of their clan, and it's messed up. But at the same time, like you're you're restricting you know you're restricting your view you know but at the same time this is all they know and so of course they're, they're just gonna, scared yeah they, but that's what happens a lot of times i mean in hitra history yeah. we still have it like now in other parts of countries they're so terrified of what can be that it's just easier to stick to what you know yeah and but that's what fear does and you know can't be mad at the end of the day because you know you're born into the world there's like a like, you know, you cry when you're born. You know, you're you're a baby. You've only experienced the womb. You come out. You're gonna cry because it's like, what the fuck is happening? There's, I'm not breathing the weird water that was yeah. inside of the. Uh, this is air. It's air. Who's smacking my ass? What's this? <laughs> oh, bosom. Yes, yes. Soft bosom. Soft bosom. And then, but like all of life is just like bad experience. No, no, no. This is nice. This is nice. This is nice. How do I keep this nice thing going? And but then and then that's why. And it's it's interesting, right? Because bravery is seen is seen as the person that the can leave the bosom. That they yeah. also they also like oh, bravery is also considered the fool. Because you you are the person that's like getting out of, of the like comfort the comfort zone, zone. Yeah. but actually they're the best because they they understand that like we wouldn't have anything we have yeah. without people stepping out, out and, and like, risking shit. Yeah, you know, it, you know what's funny? This all is like off. Things, yeah, what? no, 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 no. It's okay. You, you can keep going. I was just gonna say the, all the good things in life came out of people risking things. Yeah, that. It could have been. It could have cost them their lives, you know. And we have all these good things because of it. Yeah, amazing. and like the amazing, like every new technology, everything advanced, anything that has to do with modern technology. It makes you right? feel really grateful. You, it's like anyone almost, that wanted to take the jump. Like, look yeah. how look how Tesla and Edison. Honestly, Edison kind of fucked up, but. You know, Tesla wanted to make something for the people. And mm-hmm. then Edison, you know, his greedy ass wanted, you know, money. Yeah. So, you know, he, of course, Edison being that person wanting money, you know, sh- you know, shunned Tesla, you know. I'm smiling really hard because the, the kitty cat is on the couch and she just did that, oh, that stretch. The stretch. And like, oh, it's just. There's some wholesomeness I, I'm trying to I'm trying to hold back like the little. Because it's probably the worst thing to she hear makes, in the audio. She makes the hel- most hilarious. It's really like, over the top. Like she, like people get really annoyed Ke- with those kinds Ke- of people. Keegan Peel. If you ever seen Keegan Peel, they the, make a great. Bit. They make a great bit of how, like, in general, like how people, like, when they get when they see like an animal so small and they act very aggressive to it, yes. they're just like, oh my god, I just want to squish it with my feet. And it's, it's like that is that is that is definitely R right here. She just like. I'm gonna you don't pop have to, you like a pimp. I don't mind. I don't mind you just saying. He go, calls go me. me I call you Gumi. No, I know, but I'm saying Ara for people. But I yeah, call no, I appreciate Gumi. that. I just felt like I heard this the, the stutter. I'm like, listen, you don't even have to say. Gumi. Uh, but I don't mind like, if listen. Just just don't call me Gumi in the comments. That's all. Yeah, that's my it's, it's my name. I, right? I gave her that name. Don't ever say that. Right. We've had an I'll agreement. Hunt you I down. said, I told Johnny. I know like, where you live. <laughs> Johnny, I'm like, he's the only one that can call me Gumi right now. Because so, it is like such the most far out nickname I've had so far. Gumi's also a yogurt. 
<laughs> we just found that out too. That was great. Someone he called me Kumi one time, and then I forgot who it was. And I was just like, "Oh, that's a yogurt." But yeah, I make really weird noises with cats. Anyway, you're talking about Tesla. No. Oh wait. Oh, fuck. It was. It, there was so something sorry. else. It's just the cat totally distracted no, me. No. 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 It's just like um like innovation always comes out with the person that comes out. You know. Does the unorthodox? Yeah, you gotta be a little bit of an oddball. Yeah, and, and the thing is, is that I've always I always like those characters though, the ones that are like not afraid to be a little weird. Yeah, like the Luna Lovegoods in Harry Potter. Yeah, I loved her. I love I love them. I like Morgan in Dragon Age Origins. Like I like anyone that's just like, yeah, I know I'm this way, but I know me. I'm comfortable with me. I, I'm gonna be me. Yeah, and I love it, those it, people. and that's that's the the podcast itself is yeah, that's authenticity. A that's right, the, guys. That, that's that's what we're trying to do is like, with being a milk steak. But uh, oh, it, it's funny because I remember this. Oh, this is gonna be off topic from what we said. This okay. Is like, um, okay. New refresh. Yeah. So a lot of times companies, um, like a lot of times companies do this thing where they join in with the crowd. Like if you ever realize, oh, like the yeah, like, nowadays. Like, Dude, like, I literally drive past stores and they have like the hashtag Black Lives Matter, but you sell smoothies. I'm like, I don't know what this got to do with smoothies, but I guess that's good to like, know. It's great that like people are <laughs> supporting. To know that you you think Black like oh, yeah, like, I didn't think a smoothie shop had to say that. Like like a lot of times like companies because and also this is a good trick that companies do is that they side with the people so you don't have to look at their history. You know, that, I think yeah. I think at the end of the day, it's more. Be, I, it's hard for me to believe that it's more they care more. I always see it as that's never, a money grab. I'm like, oh, companies, oh, they're cool because they also yeah. like they also like iPhones and black lives Because if you ever think puppies. about it, yeah, if you ever think about it, like <laughs> every movement that that people have done, there's always some other group, a company that tries to go in with the movement because they don't want you to. St- you know, stay away from them. They want to be friendly, you know, so they're like, you know "Hey, what's come here." a really here. good example of this. Um, Starbucks. They did this thing where they didn't want their didn't, workers to wear the, like the Black, Black Lives, Lives Matter, Matter shirts, and then they started selling their own. And so, no, 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 it's not that. It's just that they said that they shouldn't like not to wear. They didn't want to be controversial, but in saying that, people got so pissed off they were gonna like boycott starbucks and then they're like no no no, you could wear it okay black no. lives matter no they started selling their own merchandise that's why that's what they said they're i just correct. remember i just remember that they just were trying to like stay out of it but because they did that in a sense was a stance to people and they didn't want to lose money so then they go back they're like yeah i know you could totally do and it and then what do you I guys do what said, does everyone does they go back to Starbucks. i don't know <laughs> if they said that because like they have some like thing against the Black Lives Matter they movement. I think they just were like afraid that in they didn't doing want that, to be they, in the spot. They just wanted to be coffee. Yeah. I think that that's what they wanted. And to be. I think that's a good. You know, not everyone needs. Not to, that like, Starbucks is perfect. Like not everyone needs but... to tell you their like political views. Not everyone needs to tell you their their religion. There was a time where people <laughs> just didn't talk about that shit, and now like in this day and age, Dave Chappelle it's made almost a joke the opposite about that. about that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Dave Chappelle made a joke about how, um, yeah. like how. Uh, white people would always be like, like that's their biggest like fear of like to talk about. Is like that's like really personal. Stance? Yeah, they, they, it's like like it's always like uh, something that they don't never want to talk about. Yeah. And I remember he was like, uh, what was it? He, you know how Dave would always make a white voice, a yeah. white man's voice. Yeah, I think it was killing them softly, where um, he was saying that. Uh, Oh, I'm gonna botch this though. I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna say because I'm gonna botch it because it's the great Dave point, Chappelle. But point is, point? is that like he. 
<laughs> like it, d- d- any other topic they would like easily say but with politics they they'd always like like kind of like whoa 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 this is too personal you got to back away i like i could give you everything else but not not this you, you know remember what it was called i can find not, it yeah it's called killing them softly but I, I, well the, it's you remember the, I, po- I think you just got to put politics killing them softly and then put politics? like politics i people in politics yeah okay let's see I'm going to ask you, your white guy, do you know who you're voting for yet? Don't know, do you? Do you see that? No. You see what just happened here? Let me tell you something. That is a cultural thing. (laughs) He knows who he's going to vote for. He's just not going to tell me. All right, I'm like, the, we're not going to play the whole thing. Yeah, actually, it's not good. But, yeah. Okay, but, um, but I think you can play the audio of things for YouTube, um, but you can't show, like, the video with it i don't know copyrights are so you so this is based on what i uh, this is based on all the videos that i've seen south korea they can play the, they can play the audio oh they can play the whole thing in south, korea. south korea has a re- like a weird copyright well weird in our you know in our way that like they have they give you like the rights to things you use, to use you as long as it's not like music from audio from like the titanic you could use the full plate like the full playlist in your videos if you want hypothetically if you needed to use it and I love this because it makes their shows like let's say you're just starting making a show, the quality, the production quality can be really high because you're allowed to use. Yeah, and I think that that's that's amazing. But like, of course, here in America, you are corporation, so you're like, no, this is mine. I'm not gonna let you. But like, why not share it? Why not grow I, why with people? Is, I, what I don't understand is why is there not like a way to, in a sense, like okay, let's say. You, I want to use something from Warner Brothers. I, there's like a specific one, like specific track I want to use from them. Why is there not a way for me to just kind of like pay them directly so that I can use it in my content? Does that make sense? Yeah. No. Like, I, why but, is there not like a way? Just like yeah, you want to use this? Like, and you, you want to know use why? It, like legally, you can use it if you just do like maybe. Like, it's because like, like they're not transparent. It's just very like we hoard this and you can't get your hands on it whatsoever. And if you try, we're gonna like. Um, demonetize your video and it's like why are we making it so hard for you, creators you to create? you want to know why, Kumi? I'll, I'll give you a short explanation. I'm going to guess it has to do with money. Yes. Cash rules everything around me. Cream, right? Cream. Great Wu-Tang Clan. Cream. Oh, is that what cream is? Yeah. Well, the abbreviation is I'm cream. Learning. Cash rules everything around me. The Cash thing is... Because yeah, okay. the thing is is that like everything in, in America is revolved around money. As you could tell, we are short on money. <laughs> it's funny because that like the capitalist, the capitalism is what saved the country, and now in a sense is what's also kind it's going like to destroy. It, it, it helped at the beginning, but and like like again, you can't stay the same always. Everything grow. Everything is destined to change. Everything is destined to grow. I feel grow. like it's going to change though. I mean, change is slow because I would argue that maybe the people who are in politics right now that old capitalism way benefited them more, but. The people who are young and disenfranchised, in a sense, when eventually we're gonna, they're gonna be the people in office. Eventually, yeah. I think that's when we're we'll gonna see them. You guys. That's when we're gonna <laughs> major change. I, ha- I'm very, I feel pretty optimistic about the country going in a forward change, just not like within the next like twenty years. <laughs> I think yeah. it's gonna be like twenty years of a bit more the same thing, the same thing, same thing, and then like you know that one generation goes away, and then it's just like that one gen- then it's just in the Gen X, the millennials, and the generation. Uh, yeah. us, gen- me, I'm not gonna lie. There's me. probably still gonna be you know, uh, we like regardless. I only found of out this what, year that I was Generation Z. I thought I was a millennial for like the regardless longest time. of what generation is in charge. There will always be you know those assholes. 
and it's it's our not I wouldn't say I mean, our there's duty. assholes in our generation. Right? That's why I said it was hard. Regardless of any generation, there are going to be assholes. But the point is, is that we have to try to avoid, you know, being such assholes to each other. Like we are here in this planet. I think you have to look at yourself at the end of the day and say, yeah. okay, this is my good qualities. These are my asshole qualities. Yeah, like like you're you work on trying to like the balance of like. Okay, let me see how much good I can get. Like, in there, myself. there can't be too many good people. You know, there can't be too many bad people. You know, there's it goes too far. There has to be a good balance. But the point yeah. is, is that you, at the end of the day, we need to, in general, kind there's, of look out for each one. You know, of, of each other. I'm not saying like you have to fucking. No, help I know what you them. mean. I want to see more respectful oppositions yeah. in, this con- in this country. I don't mind. I really don't mind that people disagree with me. I think it's just more how you disagree with somebody. Yeah, you, you, can, you can't start yelling can't off the mad. bat. But this is like, what's funny is, and you were mentioning the thing about like politics and religion, even within my own family, I, I had to realize that if you bring it up, we might like just, just these are people who fucking love you, mind you. Um, if you bring up politics or religion and you question that anything that's kind of far from what your family believes, my family was not a good example back then at least um, of describing like, they would just be like, no, that's ridiculous. Like, why wouldn't it be this way? Kind of like, why yeah. wouldn't you, if it's God, it's like, no, God is God. God means this when he said this in the Bible. I mean, like, at least that's how I was raised. And so it kind of made it hard to just talk with the people in your household. And if it's hard to just talk to the people in your household, I can understand why that translates into, like, it's probably hard to talk to strangers about political like, if that's where the country wants to go and they want to talk openly about politics, I think we have to be careful how we openly shame other beliefs. Yeah. Because, like, you, if you just watch, um, like, the new, new, like, not the whatever local news, but if you watch, like, maybe, like, someone like Trevor Noah or CNN or even, like, Fox, they have this tendency to, like, just bash the other side. You know, yeah. The and people that, that do daily kind of news every day. They have this you, tendency to just be very rude about and I can understand the the humorous factor of this. By the way, we love these we... shows, <laughs> but you can't like too much. Like it, it's I think it's the reporting because they have to constantly every day yeah. be on the news. But then it's the bias of bringing up the fact that the other the opposition is crazy. I think at least to me, I would love to find news channels that were like, okay, here's somebody that believes this end of like why. Okay, like here's the here's the problem. Here's different people who have solutions to it. Now let's all talk about what like what do you think the pro the pro and con is of your side? What I also and this is just my opinion. When they do poli- like when they're talking to um, po- people who are trying to become like president or yeah. in Congress, I want to hear about how even if. Like someone like Bernie, who wanted, who everyone thought was kind of like radical. My questions like, twenty twenty four Bernie. <laughs> like, how would you want to go about? How do you think? Do you think if you, you you tried to make this bill, do you think it would even pass? Considering the people who are in either Congress or whatever, like, what are the what's the likelihood of it? Because you can have a really good idea, but then if everybody dislikes is, you, it's like, how are you gonna? How do you plan on convincing and the general public that has this very like? This also, is a, this is a new idea. Like, remember what Yang and UBI? I tried to tell my mother about UBI before I could even get like the second sentence in. Universal was, income, by she, the way. She was worried. Yeah, just put the little description. Universal yeah. basic income. Um, she was already just like no. I don't want my money going to people that, and I totally yeah, understood. I worked hard which, on this yeah, money. Like I totally understood her point of view, which was like obviously she's worried about where her money is going because everyone is when because everyone feels like okay, I'm putting like how much money am I putting. You realize why everyone does that? It's because we all have been fucked over. 
Yeah, by everyone them. feels no, everyone feels fucked over, and that's where I think the sensitivity comes from. Yeah. But like, I think it also comes from the fact that like these news outlets or whatever, like the shme- like the main people who are talking about politics, they don't know how to like properly uh, talk about their. They don't know how to like just accept like okay this is how you see it and this is how I see it. They have yeah. to be like no your idea is fucking Stupid. trash because also, it's actually gonna do this. But it's more like why can't you just I, I mean and like this is just my opinion though. I like when people highlight their strengths more than other people's weaknesses. You can't highlight a weakness without necessarily being hurtful. Yeah, I, I hate the debates. Because I don't like they're the very, hurtfulness. Of I, it. I, I I hate debates mainly because it's mainly just uh, it's like a short kind of uh, talk. Where you don't you don't really no one gets answers specifically they get like a yeah a, what's up with like the two, a, like, a two like you got two answer. minutes to to answer like a really like, like hardcore it, question and it's like it's just, it's like fucking speed dating where you're like, just like fix Ding. the world in two minutes uh we got yeah this like problem, the UN this problem is problem it's it's really this it's just kind of like a lot of it doesn't make sense it's not transparent enough it's not in my opinion in my opinion just not respectful enough and I think everyone. I think everyone deserves you know what I, better in I, that in that sense. I always think it's weird. I can't wait to find those candidates. Like that's that's who I get excited for the people who just like. You it know, reminds me like they're it, just about the people. Political debates always remind me like like a, a court transcript where they're like they try to like sometimes if like they don't know what to say or like they they feel like if they're touching on like a sensitive topic they're just like I like. Um, you know, they'll give like a quick three sentence. It doesn't answer the question, but it leaves in a blank. They're just like, you haven't answered it yet, though. But you, technically, you did by yeah, law. Yeah, but it all <laughs> But the thing is, and especially because we're so much more used to like the video format. Like, I feel like I've watched so many people online and, and, and interacted with so many people in real life. When I find what the problem with a lot of politicians is that they feel very phony. Like, a lot of their answers aren't answers that you and I would give if I was just like, you know, they're very hey, they're, precise. They're, they're like, trying, re- they're, they're trying, it, it feels like their answers trying to appeal to a lot of people. But I think that that is not going to work for them as, the, as time goes on. Yeah, again, we I, think, see you I, again ch- I think it's just like the fact that there's a bunch of, we're young. And so yeah. there's a bunch of older people that are still clearly able to vote and are used to this kind of way of, this is how politics is. And I think the new politics that will come out is more authentic people talking about, yeah. like, genuine, like, 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 let's just be honest about the situation. This is my honest w- view of what's happening. And I think the best way of going about it is blank. And I think it's effective because, you know, these people are in the office right now. We can convince them. We can make a compromise. Like, it's not just, I don't know. I just, I just don't like the, the poll, the how polarizing everything is yeah, at the like, moment. We, and I think everyone feels this way, but nobody wants to say it. I think it's hard to talk about it because there's so much to lose for some people talking about also, it. Like, and it sucks. It's kind of how we're, we're, we're forcing people to like, also, in these think de- a certain like, way. In these debates, like they're very like it's a serious topic because you are going to be leading people. Yeah. You know? and it, you, I, I don't want to lead. I don't want to be led by someone that I don't believe when they're talking yeah like like that you we we need this like kind of uh uh, like a good story was when jfk and nixon were uh were first like you know talking when when they had their debate Mm -hmm. it was everything that's when the uh if i'm correct the television was just created yeah and certain people had you know 
I had the like TV. You can, you'll read the paper and you'll see what they say and you get one opinion. And then when you watch the actual politicians yeah, talk, so, all of a sudden the... So when TVs... The ratings, the ratings for the politicians, it, it well, completely switched, Well, right? actually, because of TVs, we, they saw that GFK was this cool, calm, collected guy and Nixon Compared was like Nixon, a sweaty mess yeah. because all these lights were on him. You know, he's, he's a little big, so but of it, course you're going to sweat. But it, then it makes you think like, oh, I don't want my leader to be like a sweaty guy yeah, who and then can't talk to a mass crowd and, you want somebody who has a little bit more charisma and what's funny is that people so just like this guy just gets all the good uh was it yeah pe- on the polls he pe- just starts people going up. who had tvs thought jfk won and then people who had radio thought nixon would have won and that that's the thing is that like depending on how you know your viewpoint depending on what things you see depending on what like that fucking fly that came on tv yeah. so many people were like just oh my god this fly. Is, he's the antichrist like it, like it's like well, for the fly 2020 yeah like it, it, like it's the weird things that stick for people yeah you have to be you know but that's what and then that they're also taking advantage advantage of social media now like now it's like how you can kind of get someone's attention through social media um, that also, can help win, can help you win an election. Oh yeah, and all this, and no one's ever done this before, other right. than Trump. No, that's not true. Well, no, Trump Obama, did it right. My fault. Obama. Trump, oh, okay, yeah, I was gonna say because Obama was like really famous for using social yeah. media, but then obviously Trump, who was like born, who was like a born and raised like. He was a celebrity. Hard, hard. He was on TV all the time. He totally knew, he like, knew how what to pull buttons. Strings. He knew how to push people buttons a little bit. So it helped him get always attention, even when it wasn't good. I like, think what we learned, not what all I learned publici- about... Not, yeah, no, pub- that's publicity what you learn. is always good. Yeah, that's what you learn with Trump. Whether it's good or bad, having people talk about you is better than nobody talking about you when it comes to being an elected. Yeah, because then the people but, that don't even but know... Then it, but then it makes you think how much it matters to be popular. And I think that this is kind of BS because... How many times is there like a little guy who has a really good idea, but he can't get his idea out there because he's little? Danny DeVito. <laughs> <laughs> no, Danny DeVito's great though. Danny DeVito. It's a wonderful. Physically man. is the small man, but, but great, online great is the man. Bi- huge presence. He is he is the internet's biggest meme, and he is amazing for it. He's he's up there with like. Nicholas Cage, because I when I looked Nicholas at, Cage. you know when I bought that sequence, so I bought a sequence pillow, and if you like, if you if you flip it down, you see Nicholas Cage's face. The only other option for Nicholas Cage was actually Daniel DeVito's you, Trash Man. Oh, I love that. I so badly wanted to get that, but I was like, I think everyone, I think the the group would have laughed more at Nicholas Cage the, and Danny DeVito. So Nicholas Cage, but I would have preferred the Danny DeVito. Nicholas Cage and Danny DeVito both have like very. Like is their face. Good face. They have a face for me. And and like and, and I love that there was one there was a I remember there was a photo with a caption of a um a, a girl took this photo of her bathroom and said that her boyfriend decided to uh to like um decorate the or like design the bathroom mm-hmm. and he put everything was Nicolas Cage. Oh Jesus! So there was like a Nicolas Cage mat, Nicolas Cage towels, Nicolas Cage uh, curtain shower. <laughs> and it was just a bunch of different, like, like different roles of Nicolas Cage, and like, it was to me the most hilarious photo because that's, a, that's just the biggest troll. The biggest troll. A relationship and, and, yeah, and it is. But this is the thing: is that like these like memes, especially in this like generation, mm-hmm. memes are 
what sticks with you because it's like a photo that cap that captions what the person's feeling, you know? Yeah. And it, everyone was yeah encapsulates and everyone like encapsulates. Encapsulates. Capsulates. I think I said capsulates. <laughs> what it capsulates. <laughs> no. It sounds like not even a word after it's you not, say this a few after times. After a while, I think any word does that though. Like if you say it enough time. I times. feel like we look evil right now. Every time I look at the screen, I'm like, oh god, I can't look at the screen. Why? Because every time I look at myself, is I it just shadow. Have, because the light is above us. It's like making a shadow under my eyes, and like I have the most. Like, Meanwhile, I'm, I'm personally so yeah. Politics also. I'm insecure. Meanwhile, in a legion of doom. I'm also just insecure about having dark circles under my eyes. He's a raccoon. But anyway, I, I don't. I don't like uh, my. I, I can't eyes believe how superficial sometimes I feel. Like I catch myself being. I'm just like, I don't want to look like a panda eyes. But it's like I don't know. Like there's so many worse things you can have. Panda Remember that lady who got mauled by like a, a monkey? Or yeah, something, and her like, face got gorilla? ripped off. Yeah. Like I worry sometimes about like a little like oh my pores are big and then. I'm like, this girl well, walks in. she got, and then this girl's gotta like, wa- like live looking completely different from like every other human being in the planet. She's got chills. Like the amount of, like I don't, I'm not saying like you should, you should have like low self esteem if that's the case. I'm just saying like the amount of okay with yourself you have to be when you when something bad like that happens. Yeah. Like that's that would be really ad- like she went on TV. She went like that's obviously really admirable. They're very admirable that. Like, and then and then and then I'm like thinking about that in comparison to me being like, oh well, the pores are maybe there's, like, I have dark there's always there's, there's always those type, <laughs> there's always those types of people that you you like look at and you're like my problems are so little. No, yeah, no, <laughs> I do this all like I because like, I, I can be a perfectionist. So like from big problems to little problems, I feel like. So, like, I like talking about, like, I feel like a lot of our conversations can be really deep. And then the moment I look at myself, I'm just like, oh, oh maybe, like, if my like, eyebrows were, like, slightly thicker, I would look prettier. And I care so much about these little so things. So artificial. Yeah, <laughs> I really am. Sometimes I work, because I don't really, it's going to sound maybe different, because we just jump from, like, a lot of different topics. Yeah, we but serious No, it's okay. Artificial. It's because I, well, because I have to be honest, I don't really like politics, talking about it too much, because no. a lot of it, like I said... It gets I just, too deep, and then it's people not get even, too riled it's up. It's not even that, just for me... I think me, people too get riled up. Well, I mean, that's, 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 well, that's true for one, but I guess my more my issue is, it needs years to... Like, it, it needs a while before it gets fixed, so it, talking yeah, about it to it me, just I'm just like... Me. It just will... <laughs> yeah, it's more like, listen, it's not going to get fixed for a while, because you can just kind of, like... Also, we it's don't know shit. It's it's just a very slow process, <laughs> and it's gonna take like something big for it to move quickly. So I really don't mind. T- I like I'll get bored talking about it after a while. Yeah. But here's something that I was kind of considering. So we have like the setup right now to like do things like stream and stuff. I don't watch enough streamers, so I'll, I don't feel like I'd make a good streamer. But I want to try it. But but I have this insecurity. Um, like what percentage? Of a stream, cause you watch it, right? I don't watch streams. You don't watch streams. No, I don't watch streams. I feel like you watch it more than me. I never watch streams, to be honest. I like. But I, I guess what I'm wondering is how much like percentage of a stream is like the actual streamer like engaging with the audience. So I watch YouTube I'm videos scared. of them streaming, but I just like the video itself. You know, I don't watch their streams in general, like live streams. No, but you but watch, I watch like the full length. I watch stream. their channel. Okay. No, 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 no. I never watch the full length streams. I like, I like to watch whatever their channel is. Like, it's just cut content, like a specific thing. Because, mm. like, how how critical does it? Yeah, He's, he streams, but you see the video itself on YouTube. Yeah, no, but he sometimes. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So, 
but he'll, he'll in his channel he has clips of like maybe some parts of his stream i like that but what i don't understand what i don't know enough about which is why i don't think i should stream but if i'm like oh i have the ability to why not because i play drag because like i'll just kill a lot of time playing dragon age and i always wonder like would anyone find this interesting but my problem is that i'm like not always talking when i'm playing i talk out loud naturally because i just think it's over time you just gotta gain it but like what percentage is like norm like a normal amount of when i mean i'm asking the wrong person now because you don't watch it but well, no but that's I'll... like the question i've been asking myself also sometimes i just forget that the camera's like i was I'm, I, I have recordings of me playing the game but then i'll forget that i'm like like and you just look at the screen. No, I gotta just pick my nose and shit. Uh, <laughs> it's gross. I don't think that would make, I would be a good streamer listen, at all. Listen, that's the milk steak quote. <laughs> be authentic. I pick my nose, when, pick I, your I, nose. when I play my video games. But like, I, I'll, I'll just get really quiet. And I think that that's really lame because, but I, it's just because I don't know how anyone talks for that long while playing. Because I play for hours while play, when I do Dragon Age. But this is the thing. I do like three like, to four hours. And people that's... usually interact with the comments too. That's the thing. You think? But no, yeah. I know that, right? But that's, you, but, in, but in the beginning when you stream, there's not a lot of comments. Yeah, the, but like, I, that's why you kind of free flow. And then once you get people, you, you like whoever writes, right? Um, you respond, yeah. Whoever oh, the types, yeah, okay, in the comments. The comments. Well, well, you know, you'll you'll see it, and you'll be like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So like this and that, and I feel like it's just, it's like kind of now where it's just, uh, you know, we're just talking. There's not really a mindset. Or I feel like, like it's easier to where... stream if you're with somebody. Like if I did it with you, like I'm, I'm trying, I'm down to like you, make videos uh, with you. You want me to like be on my computer and then you start streaming and I talk to you. You on could that. do that, or I mean, yeah, I guess that's better because that way you, I you're, actually have you're, a computer. You, no, yeah, because that way you're doing something. That way I'm like, just like looking. Or, at or, or, but, yeah. uh, but I like that time we played uh, Fall Guys because then we switch because then that way one person can like do like talk to the other person. Yeah. Like someone's talking. I can't talk about yeah, it. Yeah, she, unprofessional. Dude, she made the ribs so early. I'm actually really excited. Unprofessional. You got to put it on vibrate. What's wrong I, with you? Okay, can I just say something? I put it on vibrate. You, now it's on vibrate. Here, here text me. I'm not going to text you. Okay, but my point is that I, I'm at that point. My, my phone doesn't, my phone will still make a noise when I put it on vibrate. So now it just makes the quality of this video even worse. Guys, you could shame her. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do it. Don't. I, sh I shame myself plenty. Yeah, she's very try hard. She's a perfectionist. I think we've said that like violin. we said that three times already in this in this podcast alone. I'm a perfectionist, and that's why looking at the lighting kills me. And like I have the opposite, where I do the bare minimum, but I hate that I do this because I feel like I could try, you know, better. I could be better, but my procrastination and my mm -hmm. me being me <laughs> i just don't want to do it you know i get a little lazy i, I do my stuff i just take my time no but it. it's good but and at the end of the day though it's good that i'm this way and you're this way in the sense that we learn from each other yeah because like yesterday i know there's like in that like yesterday when i didn't want to record there's an aspect of me that kind of just has to learn how to go with things for me like if a day goes really bad i'm just like give up on today i'm just gonna wait until like tomorrow for things to get better that's not a really good i know that that's not good uh mentality to have but like i need a moment to really like cool get, down before, get yourself cool yourself before down, i you can know. like you know try try like to continue the day make it good yeah we do mouth exercise before we start this do you remember anchor man 
when yeah okay when they're uh when he's like they're they're like practicing i think it's anchorman 2 when they're practicing their jaw or um and uh was it will ferrell is like he's like nah nah you mother like he just kept like cursing and everything like, people were watching anchorman 2 so when you mentioned it the first one i was like wait i don't know i think it's anchorman 2 to. if i'm right like but like the, he was just like saying like he was just saying random shit and like people were like breaking character because like the shit that he was saying to like practice i really love when there's a group of friends and they make a movie and they're just trying to like out funny each other and just make them break character throughout the movie it's one of my favorite things to watch i love a good friendship or relationship on on screen yeah. it's like one of the best things to watch i always love that anyone who has good chemistry they're just my favorite people to watch that's why right now like podcast wise um i watch i've been watching a lot of two beers one cave because something about these their two they, their energy is just very infectious yeah. and you just want like to be able to like goof with somebody that way no, i definitely. really love being able to goof around with somebody yeah. and i goof around with you yeah, i love it's always fun, you know? Yeah, but that's the thing is that, like, I feel like, you, you know, the best the best thing in a relationship is to have that, you know, that fun, you know, mm-hmm. kind of be I love making I love making you laugh specifically because I really like your smile. So, like, when I when you're in the car waiting for me. I love her smile. When you're in the car waiting for me, sometimes when I walk up to you, I'm just, like, trying to, like, do weird shapes as I'm going to you because if I make you laugh, I'm like, yeah, like, I got him to smile. Like, I, I, and I love, like, I love making you, like, that, that smile. Like, because... One thing that you you really like um like don't like about yourself is your smile. No, it's in certain angles because you get I'll get a photo of myself and I'm just like <laughs> I'll just it's all teeth and gum and then like I hate when I but get too I gummy. Love, I love it in because a photo. like not in a still frame though. No, this is when I this is when I'm mad at my like, smile. I love when like I like like I like surprise you or like I give you the like. Um, like I make you laugh, especially when I give you like um, a, like a lot of affection that you always you know like. Mm-hmm, you get like mm-hmm. this such a big smile that is like unlike any of her other smiles. Like she laughs, it's fine. It, it she 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 does her regular smiles, her photos. But then when I do these like you know uh lo- you know loving acts, she just has this unique smile Bam. that I love to see. I feel like uh, my cheeks hurt right now. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Make me smile like that. Wait, okay. your mom made ribs? <laughs> yeah, the ribs are done. Ribs are done. Yeah, ribs All are right, done. Alright, guys. I'm we not gotta gonna go lie. Eat some I'm ribs. so sorry till to next end time. this early, but till next time. Hey, we had a solid hour. That's good. You're like, you're usually time we no, I'm, it's like I'm an not hour, saying. Hour and a half. Listen, you know, good. guys. We did what I, we could do. Point is, is that ribs upstairs. Ribs are more important than the podcast. Ribs. 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 You know, the McRibs back. Well, now we gotta go. You know, you know what's stupid is that like things. I like that they do limited things, but like, like things that do that. Don't you don't dare know, end on a negative note. All right. Anyway, guys, I'm sorry. No, no, I'm sorry. That's still negative. Okay. You know what? You, one you big. Just, you want. You want to. You, you just get had a, to criticize the McRib, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna get shit for that. And be like, you never tried the McRib. I'm not a big McDonald's fan, but still. Um, you don't like the McRib though. I. I didn't know the McRib was back. Was it actually back? I saw the joke that the McRib was back, like the Family Guy bit. But I didn't know that it was actually back. You know who does great commercials? Rick and Morty. I thought you were about to say Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty do hilarious commercials. I remember the Wendy's one, and it had me dying. And the Pringles. Pringles always cracked me up. Okay, I like the commercial. I hate the people that pay the cartoonists to make the commercials. Does that make sense? Why? Because... Okay, you know how we were saying earlier that, like, stores 
will be like Black Lives Matter or some shit like that to get popularity. That's what I feel like is the same thing. Pringles is like people like Rick and Morty. If Rick and Morty talk about Pringles, they're gonna want to eat Pringles. Well, this because that whole very... shit with the Szechuan sauce, sauce, it made people go nuts. That one guy was like, "I'm pickle Rick," and just like fucking made every Rick and Morty fan look like such a nerd. Like, well, not a nerd, like a like a like a dweeb or like something like that. Like they made them, they made the whole community look bad. Even like Dan Harmon was just like, or Nick or whatever, Justin Roiland was like. No, don't do that. Like, clearly don't do that. Like, I hate when that's when the fun, whatever. People take it too far. Well, we're going to end on a good note. It was a, a good, good commercial. It was a funny commercial. The Pringles one made me laugh. So, I got negative. That was my fault. My bad. Now you got to pick it up shit, because I, shit. I, I, I got uh, I'll end it on a great Okay, note. I got it. I got it. So my favorite, I'll put it, I'll put it in the editing. This is my favorite video of the week. Are you going on TikTok? Uh-huh. Okay, guys. Yeah. TikTok. Right. This one was my favorite. Who's gonna buy TikTok now? Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Yes. Do you know where? <laughs> this is the best one. He literally went out of his way. He, he made the class stop. I saw this in the middle of the night. You know when you're like kind of like high just because you're like tired. You know when you're just going through like like you're emotionally you, you have that, like, going like, through highs and lows, you, and then you just see that one off. really stupid shit, and it not and the guy just goes <laughs> and I just started I was crying I was crying <laughs> it's my one of my favorite shit and what was that other video I really liked oh yeah like, the mousy boy yeah little mousy boy it was like up there where like I just kept watching it and it progressively made me oh my cheeks hurt. <laughs> Oh, okay, let's go eat the ribs. See you guys. Bye.